Thanks for listening to this episode of Begin, the podcast from Derbyshire Writing School. My name is Pete Billingham and my co-host is... Laura Stroud. Not only are we the founders of Derbyshire Writing School, but we're dad and daughter too. Do you want to be a writer and don't know where to begin? Well, we want to help you solve the problems and overcome the obstacles preventing you from being the writer you dream to be. There is a place for you in our club. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Begin, the podcast from Derbyshire Writing School. And in this episode, we're going over into the writer's room together, Pete and Laura, but we're going to have a look at one of our writer's toolbox episodes. But this one is really special because we're going to look at the world of self-publishing, but not just self-publishing, self-publishing with style. If you've been in the situation where for the first time you get a book that you've written through the post, the excitement is palpable. That brown envelope has your words inside and you rip open the package and there in your hands, your book is born. It's hard to explain what that is like, that feeling and that uh, sense of achievement. It's real. You can actually turn the pages, you can hold it, you can crease the corners. There is the story in your hand. And you have taken an idea to a Word document, to a fully formatted manuscript, through the magic of this print-on-demand process, you now have your words turned into a book. Yes, a real, live, hold-in-your-hands paperback book. I can tell you, there isn't too many feelings like that in the world. What about you? What about if you could imagine filling your bookshelf at home with your own words? That novel you've always dreamed of writing, the memoir you've longed to write, maybe a poetry collection you've stopped and started, maybe and stopped and started. Well, now all these ideas you can hold in your hands through the power of self publishing. As we often say here at Derbyshire Writing School, your story matters and we want to help you bring your story into the world. So let's talk about this a little bit more, what it means and how you go about self-publishing with style. So Laura, start off by perhaps telling us a little bit about explaining what is self-publishing. Well, I feel like we could do a whole series on self-publishing, couldn't we? There's so much to cover and it is a really exciting topic with lots of myths and lots of misunderstandings. But let's try to start at the beginning today and and talk about what is self-publishing. So to me, it's this process of creating a book and then taking it to market without the use of a traditional publisher or publishing house. So what this means is taking your book and turning it into a format that can be printed, such as a paperback or a hardback book, or read on an e-reader like a Kindle. So writing that book, that's the first stage. And then self-publishing is all about how you share that book and those words with others. Now, this process does take a lot of work, but it doesn't have to feel like hard work. It can be fun and it still, most importantly, can be very professional too. 
Well, let's take that a little bit further. Maybe somebody's listening to this podcast and they're thinking, you know, I'm trying to find myself an agent and I'm trying to get a book published. Why would they consider self-publishing to be a good idea as a thought? That's a great question. And there are lots of benefits to self-publishing. And I'd love to talk about some more of those in details, in, in more detail. But I think for lots of people... They might be surprised to know that self-publishing has been around for a long time, perhaps even longer than you might think. And many famous authors began their careers with self-publishing. And what's interesting is to see now how this trend is returning. Many best-selling and big traditionally published authors are opting for self-publishing or for this hybrid model. So mixing between self-publishing and traditional publishing, depending on what is going to work best for them. And this really links into one of the core benefits to self-publishing and one of the the biggest reasons why it's such a good idea and that's because you have more control over the whole process so as authors we think we are in control it's our words it's our story but when it comes to publishing the publisher takes on a lot of those decisions so we lose some control of that process With self-publishing, you get to decide on the cover, the layout of your book, the blurb, your character names, everything is your decision. What can happen with agents or editors is that they have to make decisions based on the market or personal taste, and you might not have as much a say as you would have thought or hoped. What if somebody wanted to change the title of your book or change your character's names? Would you be happy with that? Would you be happy if they changed the twist or how your book ended? With self-publishing, you have the final say and you have complete control over that process. Some other benefits to self-publishing, which I think is important to mention, you actually have higher royalty rates. So when we talk about a royalty, this is the profit or the money that you make every time one of your books is sold. And with self-publishing, you get to decide on your book price, which means you get to decide how much royalty or that profit that you make on each book. And we can get into lots of the details with self-publishing, but a big part of it is this idea of print on demand. So you don't have to order hundreds of thousands of copies of your book. Each book is individually printed. So not only do you have more control on the prices and you get to make higher royalty rates, but you don't then have this huge, big upfront cost of spending lots of money on keeping books in your garage. So let's talk a bit more about the the royalty rates. With self-publishing, you can earn anything from 30 to 70% royalty rates on your books, which is amazing because if you compare this to traditional publishing, you could only be looking at something like 5 to 8% for a paperback book. So you can really start to see the difference in royalty rates. What are some of the other benefits? Well, linked to this idea of, of control over the process, you also get to make changes. So maybe you spot a typo or perhaps in a couple of years time, you want to change your book cover. With the click of a few buttons, you can make these changes because you are in control and you have the final say. So with traditional publishing, you may have to go through meetings or calls or double checking and updates before changes could be made. But with self-publishing, 
a quick change to a document, a re-upload, and your book is changed and ready to go. Another benefit is that you can build a direct relationship with your audience, which is which is important, but also it's really rewarding because you get to talk to your audience, check in with them, maybe even get feedback. And this is made easier because you have more direct access to them through self-publishing. You can collect their contact details in an appropriate way, of course, but you are also having this wonderful communication with them if they buy your book directly through your website too. And self-publishing is all about selling books. And the best way to do this is to build an audience. And it gives you the great opportunity to build this direct relationship with them. And another final benefit I'd like to talk about today, really, is that you get to publish your book without gatekeepers. So every day, many amazing books are rejected by agents or publishing houses. And it's not because it isn't a good book. It's not because it's not a good story. It could just be a case of wrong place, wrong time. It could be that the market or the industry isn't ready for your story yet. Maybe your agent has reached their quota for that day or that year. So it's not that your story isn't good. It's just the wrong time. Or maybe it's the wrong market. But your story it still deserves to be told and with self-publishing you can give yourself permission to publish that story you don't have to wait for somebody else to give you that permission well wow there are five really really good benefits there to considering this uh, route of self-publishing and what we'll do in today's show notes we'll put those highlights in there so you've got a little bit of an idea of that and also other things that we talk about today you'll find in today's show notes but let me go back to that title again Laura because we didn't only just talk about self-publishing we said in this episode in this toolbox we wanted to give our listener the tool to be able to self-publish their book but with style so tell me a little bit more about that what do you mean by that I think this is really important because self-publishing has had a bit of a bad rep um, on occasion in the past and it's wrong it doesn't have to be that way because self-publishing when we talk about publishing it with style what we mean is creating a product that you are proud of we mean creating a professional error-free quality product that maybe solves a problem, offers entertainment or has a purpose. So when we talk about self-publishing with style, we mean working with someone who doesn't only want to publish through Amazon. Self-publishing doesn't just mean Amazon. Self-publishing with style is for people who don't want to fall for these common mistakes that first-time self-publishers stumble on. They want to learn how to get their book out into the world in a professional way. When we talk about self-publishing with style, we also we talk about working with people or understanding more about the publishing process so you can really take ownership and you can understand in detail all of the steps that are needed to turn your idea, your Word document into a paperback book. Because once you've written your book, the publishing process can begin. And lots of the stages of self-publishing are the same as the traditional process. It just means that you're in control. You are doing it yourself. Maybe you get help. But this idea of publishing or self-publishing rather with style is about that quality, that error-free document, that book that you're really proud of. 
That sounds very interesting. But there was one thing I would want you just to perhaps, I suppose, reassure those who are listening and me a little bit, because what I did hear you say was that there are mistakes people make when self-publishing, especially first time. So what might some of those be that could almost stumble you up? That's a great question, because there are lots of mistakes that people make when they begin to self-publish. So it would be lovely for us to talk through some of these now to try and, and help our listener or just understand more about this process. So, for example, one of the mistakes we see people make is that they rush the process. It can be so exciting to hold that book in your hands and it can be really tempting to rush the self-publishing process when you know how simple not easy, but when you know how simple it can be, but taking that extra time to double check things will really pay off in the long run. Another mistake that people commonly make is to do too much work themselves. So just because it's called self-publishing, it doesn't mean that you have to do everything yourself. You can still seek professional help to ensure that your book is that, that stylish, that quality product. So, for example, lots of people create the book covers for their book themselves. And while self-publishing can be cheap or free even, it doesn't always mean that that's the best option. So when starting out, it's really it's a really good idea to ask for help and to know where to best spend your money when you are self-publishing, because it will cost you some money to get started. It doesn't mean hundreds of thousands of pounds or lots of money, but it will be good to invest some money. And one place to invest money is with your book cover, because it's true what people say, isn't it? We judge a book by its cover. And not spending any money on your book cover can be a big mistake that people make. It can be that giveaway to a reader that it was self-published or worse. It can stop people considering your words because they don't like the image on the front of your book. So take some time, do lots of research, maybe even ask for help if you need it. But consider asking somebody to help you make your book cover. Another mistake that people make is not getting editorial support. So just because you are really good at writing and you've got a great idea for a story doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be good at editing or proofreading. And this is the same for all of us. It's not a problem. We all have different skill sets. And getting external editorial support is just part of the book writing and publishing process. So self-publishing with style means getting help to check the details of your work before you press publish. Another mistake that lots of people make is not considering their audience. So millions of books are published each year. Thousands of books are added to Amazon every day, every hour even. So you really need to make your book stand out. And one of the best ways to do that is to know who you are writing for. And lots of people, when they self-publish, they have this great idea for a story or for a memoir, but they haven't really considered who would read it or, in other words, who would buy that book. So that's one big mistake is not knowing who you're writing for because you run the risk of your book getting lost in all of those books that are published every year. Another mistake, and the final one we'll talk about today really, is, is thinking that when you press publish, that is the end of the publishing process. But this is only the end of the beginning because pressing publish is exciting. Yes, of course, you should celebrate, but there's still lots of work to do to market and to share your book and to sell your book as well. Your words won't just be stumbled upon. You need to push it out so people can find your story, read it, enjoy it, 
and review it. And then you can go on to write your next one too. So, Laura, tell us about our upcoming course, which can help with all these different points that you've picked up today and to help people not just have this as an idea, but just to make it happen in 2023. There's so many things that we can help you to get this book in your hands. And it's something that we really care about and we're excited about because you have this wonderful opportunity to create a book that you're proud of, a quality product that you can share. And our self-publishing with style course is just the thing to help you get that book in your hands. So we'll provide you with expert advice, guidance, and really giving you this step-by-step guide to help you successfully self-publish your book. So our course will talk you through more of these common mistakes, the secrets, the top tips that you need to know to self-publish your book. We'll show you how you can even get this self-published book on waterstones.com, how you can create a hardback, and how you can create the costs low. So we believe in your book and you don't need a gatekeeper. You don't need somebody to give you permission to have that book printed and a play and give it a place on your bookshelf. So we would love to help you turn this dream into a reality. So you can click a link in the show notes or you can email us to find out more about this new course that we were, we're running in April. Here at Derbyshire Writing School, we believe that the beginning is the most important part of the work. Nothing happens unless you begin. But after you've begun, we can often need a little help, a guide to move us along on our journey. And this is where the Derbyshire Writing School workbooks come in. Each workbook has been designed to help you with a specific part of your writing journey and our workbooks will teach you these essential elements that you need to know to move your writing forward. You'll learn and develop as you explore our creative writing guides and you can do all of this in your own time at your own pace. Each workbook is filled with activities to help you action lots of the strategies and tools we've shared. You can head over to our website to find out about our workbooks and how they can help you not just begin, but continue your writing journey. We have had many of these toolbox episodes over the last three years, but this one is probably one of the, you could say, I'm not going to have any cliches or dad jokes here, but probably one of the most important tools of all, because it brings together lots of the other things that we've taught as writing tools over the last couple of years into something where you get the output of all that uh, learning that you've done Ultimately, what we all want is to have that book in our hands. And this is how we can help you, I think, with this tool. So as Laura said, we'll put a little bit more information about some links of how we can help you with this. And if you've got any questions at all, of course, please write to us at info at derbyshirewritingschool.com. Do you want me to give you a cliche as you've not used one for this episode? Well, I haven't used one for quite a while, but yes, you can do. Go for it. Maybe. Are you ready? Go on then. Self-publishing is the toolbox that the tools go in. 
I don't think that's a cliche. That's a great way of thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think that is something we probably should have said right at the beginning. Maybe we'll do that on oh, another right. episode. But for this episode, I think that's a great way of thinking that self-publishing is the toolbox that you can put all those other tools that you've learned to use within. And so for this episode, it is bye from Pete. And it's bye from Laura. Thanks for listening. Thank you.